0: Wanders and welcome back to outlaws wanted last time the crew of the honor devised a plan to sabotage the black dreadnought after receiving the blessing of harmony the crew was able to escape the fount of duality sully is beginning to learn that his new found abilities have allowed him to interfere with and even cure chaos but will this be enough to stop the devastating black dreadnought all right where we left off You guys were on a tram, on board the Black Dreadnought, headed towards the engine room.
1: Sneak rolls for everybody?
0: Well, right now, y'all are just there on the tram. Is there anything that anyone... Does anyone want to do anything while you're on this tram, heading deeper into the heart of the ship?
1: I can't think of anything.
0: Congratulate us on our 200th episode. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Happy 200th episode, everybody. It's funny because it doesn't feel like it because this is coming out in like months at this point because we're so backlogged. But we've recorded that many episodes, so high five us.
2: Also, who knows if we're going to end up doing like a holiday thing this year.
0: Right. This is the 200th episode that we've recorded. Yeah.
3: One way or the other. That seems insane. I can't believe that. It's four years of this, guys.
4: Sure is. Anyway, I love you all. Let's keep going. I don't want to do anything on the track.
0: (laughs) Okay. When you first got on you could immediately tell it was not running properly it's kind of shaking and shuddering and sputtering as it rattles its way down deeper into the ship on the station you were at it was well it was relatively well lit but once you were moving through the ship there are only occasional lights the tram itself is not lit anymore so there are long periods where you're stuck in total darkness on board this Tram that, like I said, is crawling with the taint of chaos. It is slimy on every surface, like any handhold would be slippery and wet and kind of vaguely moving. The whole ship just kind of constantly seems to be in motion. But as you move further along, you can see brief glimpses of different landing platforms that you are not stopping at. And as you... Do, well, actually, everyone make me an investigation check. This is worth, worthy of a roll.
2: Are we rolling to know something about a ship? Yes. Okay. Then I'm going to use my
1: ability. That's a six. Gile is too grossed out to notice anything.
0: Do I
4: have any disadvantage? I'm not going to give you disadvantage on this. Okay. I didn't know because like Sully wants to
0: throw up the whole time. <laughs> I got a nine.
3: Yeah. I rolled a, I rolled a 12.
0: Dang. Eight. Okay. The three of you notice as you're seeing these platforms kind of rushing past, they'd be like housing, storage, like an entire area dedicated to weapons or, you know, munitions, just massive areas. There would be almost like burrows of this ship, you know, like different housing neighborhoods for how many people must be on board. And then the tram slowly starts to creep to a halt as you reach um, the last kind of stop along the way called engineering. Is
2: there another person standing on the platform here?
0: You look out, and in the immediate exit area, there's just a small room with, like, I say small, you know, like the size of maybe our house, you know? So, like, not tiny, but not a huge, huge area, and you can see, like, safety suits lined up against a wall there would be like some computer terminals but it seems then like there is a much like there would be safety doors then in between this little area and the engine room proper
2: well you boys want to keep a lookout and we'll go place bombs where they need to go
3: yeah i suppose that's as good a plan as any
4: all
2: right gylo let's go
4: sully props himself up on like on a pillar and does that thing where he's like okay ready to
0: stand guard, and then just, like, slowly slides down it. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, there's kind of, like, another set of larger, almost blast doors. You can see a small control panel that could operate these. We open up? Okay. You click the button, and almost, like, scissoring large doors, you know, start to slowly part, and as they do, you see, at first, just, like, the vague silhouettes of like one or two and then 10 and then 20. And as the door keeps sliding open and open and open, it is hundreds and then quickly becoming thousands of people, all standing in perfect uniform rows, staring at the door as it slides open, facing the two of you. Oh God. Make me an investigation check.
2: (laughs) Gosh, no, I got a six. I got a 10. Okay, cool. Yay, Vika. <laughs> I feel like we both freeze as soon as we yeah. see that. Yeah. Like, don't make any sudden motion. Mike is
1: clearly doing more processing, though.
0: The people you see standing in front of you all clearly have been influenced by chaos, right? You can see, like, black tar-like substance dripping off of them. You can see where deformities are, like, sprouting up from them and, like, muscles are bulging. But you can also... Jyla sees something very familiar
1: Vika, Jyla sees just nothing good yeah
0: Jyla you would just be terrified at this point like speechless Vika, you see something far more familiar you see almost cat pupiled eyes on every face you see scaly skin and you recognize these as all being the same like race as you none of them are like literally clones of you but this is the most people that you have seen that look very similar to you since you left home, all in one place. Okay. I
3: did not have a very good sense of what Vi looked like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> are they doing anything now that the door is opened?
0: <laughs> they are standing stock still.
2: They haven't reacted at all. Nope. I think Vi is gonna take a step forward.
0: As soon as you move one foot forward, a thousand thousand voices, all in perfect unison, chant, We desire to see harmony, bring them forward. Chaos desires an audience with an old friend. And then they just start repeating that. We desire to see harmony, bring them forward. Chaos desires an audience with an old friend. Is that loud enough that we can hear it? Yeah, this would be very loud because it's thousands of people saying the same thing over and over and over again. And as they say that, you can see people parting slowly, like ranks doubling up to make like a very narrow corridor through all of these people saying the same line over and over and over again in kind of a massive gloom. Because it's still very dark in here, and it seems like all of these people have been standing in total darkness until this door opened, and they are now chanting, bring us harmony.
2: Oh gosh, um...
3: Well, Sully, I mean, you heard him. What do you, what do you think we should do?
4: I would like to get off the ship, but I don't think that's really what we're here to do, so... Do we go join them? You're the captain, Captain Malcolm Llewellyn. I follow your orders.
3: I, th- no, that's not how this works right now. I want to I want to know what you want to do, because you being the embodiment of the one they want to see.
4: If it buys us time, I think it is worth it so that Jyla and Vika can plant bombs while I'm distracting chaos.
3: Yeah, hopefully that's how it goes down. Do
2: you guys come through the first door and see that there is no way for us to walk around and plant bombs
3: we can't see that
2: yeah i know i'm asking if you're going to come through that first door and see this
4: well i think sully's more like hoping that chaos is full attention like hive mind is on him when they're talking so you can plant like you can
1: like scoot around people and mm-hmm. start planting things in the walls that's my
4: yeah that's what plan. sully's kind of hoping where it's like yeah they're all still controlled by chaos but he does not even kind of care What's happening? Because he's, like, too busy, like, posturing in front
0: of Harmony.
2: So do you come through and see all these
0: people? Yeah. Yeah, there is a passageway through bodies.
4: Uh, We start heading down it, I guess. Just the two of us or all four of us?
1: Not Jyla and not Vika.
4: Okay. So the two of us. Just the two
0: of us. We can make it if we try. I don't
1: know if you can.
0: (laughs) As soon as you see Sully and Malcolm... They get a few paces in, and then the, like, crowd starts filling in again as, like, ranks completely blocking this door s- are starting to fill in again.
1: So were they, like, right up by the- where the door opened? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like oh, okay. When, when the door opened, it was, like, they're standing there.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, gotcha. Okay. So
2: we can't sneak along the wall...
0: You would be, like, bumping into people to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, people are filled in pretty tight.
1: If they're distracted, though, can we still try?
4: Or you guys can try going through vents or something like you have before.
2: I think we would probably go for that ladder Yeah, I guess what I would
0: say is, like, there is not a way to walk across the floor without being immediately detected. It is wall-to-wall bodies standing. So that would be, like... Impossible to the point where rolling just doesn't make sense. Like you can't roll to lift a mountain, you know? Yeah. Okay,
2: so I think what happens is we kind of like back up and shut that door and then go out the first door and then immediately look for some kind of vent system to... That connects to the next room. Okay,
0: Uh, roll investigation.
1: That's better. That's a 10. That's a 14. Dang.
0: You get back into the tram and vika like i said before this ship is very familiar to you it doesn't you haven't been on it before but you've been on so many ships like it that there's a lot of it that feels familiar to the point where you're like you know there's a tram that tram would definitely need power and it would probably need a lot of power because it's moving a lot of stuff really fast all over this ship that has to come from the engine rooms there probably is going to be some kind of like chase way for, like, piping and wiring, so you kind of find that very quickly and almost the part where you, like, know where there's, oh, you'd pull up the carpet here, this is where there'd be a little tunnel, obviously. And you start creeping your way under the engine room. And then we are gonna cut back over to Sully and Malcolm. Oh boy. You walk further and further into the engine room. It's difficult to see at this point, like, almost... It should be total dark as the door slides closed behind you. There is a vague amount of light emanating kind of from where both of you are, but it doesn't seem to have a specific source, just enough that you're able to barely see in front of you. The deeper you walk into this engine room, you start to see a faint purple glow in front of you, which makes sense. It is the reaction chamber for the phased antimatter drive. It is a massive column of like rippling purple energy. This is one of those things that like, if it was broken would be disastrous, you know, like that's catastrophic ship failure and like planet-destroying explosion if this thing was to just like get ripped apart and explode because this thing's huge. As you get closer, you start seeing like a dais has been built by this and you can see shadowy figures walking around it. Once you are like at that big purple structure proper, its light is illuminating just barely five creatures for lack of a better term. Four of them are standing, two on each side of a throne that seems to have been grown more than it has been built. Sitting in the throne, you see a Creature that looks almost totally normal, just very black eyes. But again, they have, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Vika, bluish scaly skin, right? Nope. Gray. Grayish scaly skin. Gray
2: and it's a scale pattern.
0: Gray with a scale pattern and again, like cat pupiled eyes, even though they're mostly black. um, Sitting on the throne. They just look like a normal person.
4: Are you the embodiment of chaos? I
0: am chaos, yes. And how are you? It's been a while since we have seen each other.
4: Well, it is nice to see you again, Spucifer. <laughs> I have been waiting. I have been waiting five arcs for
0: this, Cody. <laughs> well, you've been waiting four, but whatever. <laughs> feel like Harmony could have done better this time around. So it's nice to see that the old bones got an upgrade. That's good. You're not slowly decaying in a throne anymore. Feel like coming out and joining the party, right?
4: Uh, I think party is a terrible way to, to call a war.
0: Well, I mean, the war's just you know, a, a precursor really. It's more of like an invitation or a Like a friendly wave to say that I am excited to have a new venue for our interactions.
4: Oh, well, I disagree. I mean, war is the opposite of friendly. It's a lot of death and dying, and, you know, it's kind of terrible. Death
0: and dying. We don't die. What difference does it make? No, my point is I have a little bit of an advantage. That's true. I've had some time and chaos gestures at the room at large to have a little bit of a leg up on you but that's okay i'm sure you're gonna bounce back you've got i mean i'm sure a lot going on with who you picked so you know i'm sure you're gonna put up a great fight and you know i'm looking forward to it okay you don't seem thrilled i figured you'd like having a new playground for us to compete in I
4: don't know if Sully would be dumb enough to say that What's-His-Face is dead. It's up to you. I don't think he would. Um, yes. Well, this new playground is different. I've lost my fantastical sword. So I, I missed that. And it looks like I'll have to... I, I don't know if I want to build a throne here like we had in, you know, the old homestead. But you know, maybe maybe we get a little bit more distance between each other now.
0: You see the grin on their face widen like in malevolent pure glee. Oh, okay. So, well, you still have the sword, don't worry. You can't weasel out of that this easily. You are stuck with me, friend. Don't worry, we're gonna get to know each other but we'll have plenty of time for that. So, you know, enjoy round one as it is. I've got to go, unfortunately, but I feel like my friends here can take care of you. So, you know, your move. And they stand and start walking towards you. And with a very lazy gesture, a purple portal opens up in front of them and they walk through and it disappears. So all of them are just the one person's gone?
4: Just the one person. Captain Malcolm Llewellyn. Former Admiral (laughs)
3: Malcolm Llewellyn. Yeah, 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 what's up?
4: Uh, I just realized a problem with Vika and Jyla blowing up the ship. What is that? This ship is rather large and would cause a planet-sized explosion. And we are literally next to the home world of the imposition. Yeah, that probably wouldn't go over very well. So I think at this point we need to get to the helm and move this bad boy as Jyla would say. I mean, if you think we can do that, do you think they'll let us? I don't think this is a matter if we can or cannot. It's a matter of we have to.
0: As you're having this conversation, the four remaining creatures, all of which do not appear to have gray scale pattern skin and cat eyes, but are rather just nothing but tar and chaos just made manifest each one of them having its own kind of distinct form one of them is decidedly snake-like as it slithers up kind of almost to a standing position the other one has four legs and you know stands on all fours and is snarling uh one creature stands up and is just holding a giant hammer And then another one kind of just begins to float above you. And uh, the one with the hammer speaks and goes, you will not leave. We are your first challenge.
4: Are the other thousand thousands of them just like not doing anything?
0: Uh, Right now they are just standing and watching. Okay. Uh, And we are going to kick back over to Jyla. And Vika, Vinny, why did we team up? We're both at half health, right? <laughs> All right, Jyla and Vica, you start making your way under the engine room of the ship. Both of you make me investigation checks.
2: Nine. Does this have something to do
0: with the ship? It certainly does. Eleven. Jyla, you're good at understanding the structure of anything, And are therefore good at kind of picking up on where modifications have been made. So as you're all crawling along, you can see that this is basically a bog standard ship. Really, it's huge, but it's not odd. Until you start noticing that there is an incredible amount of power being routed in a way that seems ad hoc. So you can see like spliced junctions. You can see cuts where like huge pipes were spliced and began to be routed in another direction. And as you follow those, Vika, what you realize is that they are feeding a huge amount of power into a machine that was added after the fact and doesn't seem right. So, like, eventually you would find your way under where you can see a ton of, like, wires and power and piping all coming into this machine that is a mystery to you in a way that means that it is not a typical part of a ship, right? So normally, you would have intimate knowledge of all of these different components, every single bolt makes sense, except for this thing that's like this weird mystery black box that is being fed an incredible amount of power. I go check that out. Do you just want to like look at it? Is that thing
2: close to us or do we have to go like half the ship down? To no,
0: find no, 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 no. It's like in the, the engine room, right, is, like, engineering. So, like, this is what houses machines in general. Mm-hmm. So you would be able to, like, crawl along to it.
2: I want to do any kind of investigation to see what it's being powered for.
0: Yeah, you rolled really well. When you get up near enough to it and kind of, like, start, like, the first time you touch it, you can feel, like, more than you can know So part of your class is that you have an almost supernatural affinity for ships. So this is purely chaos technology and is an aberrant part of the ship. It's almost like offensive in a way, like it's wrong that it should be built in this way. It's disruptive to the natural flow of the ship. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It feels like something extra that was slapped on disgustingly. It would be like obvious to you upon looking at it that the only thing weird about the the black dreadnought is its shield so that would like line up in your mind that oh this must be what's they're feeding a ton of power to
1: mm-hmm. gritch are they power in a sun
2: i'm pretty sure that this is the shield which may as well be a sun the way it acts fair i'm wondering if there's a way to unplug it is there a way to unplug it?
0: Uh, You can try. Roll plus cool. Can I assist? Y- yes. you can. Well, yeah, you can. How do you assist? I
1: imagine there's like a ton of wires going into it. Yeah. Um, so I think Jyla starts organizing and categorizing them. Like, oh, this color is going here. It's probably doing this. This color is going here it's probably doing this these ones belong together these ones don't that sort of thing i think from my bomb making that is pretty that comes pretty naturally to me
0: i like that role role plus cool as well and you know do help a friend or whatever that role is 13 uh okay yeah you guys have a lot of camaraderie to spend
2: (laughs) i don't think the camaraderie is enough to get it up to the next tier i got a seven
0: uh okay yeah so that's just a mixed success so you can just hang on to your camaraderie So you do manage to, like, start killing power to this, but it is a meticulous process. This is all, like, high power and, like, what they're feeding into it is dangerous materials and a lot of electricity. So just, like, ripping it out would be paramount to suicide and also probably result in a small explosion, like... I say small but big enough that it would kill you everyone in this room and your friends. So, this is a meticulous and fine process of diffusing a huge bomb.
2: So, I think I think she maybe gets 1/20th of the way done with it cuz I'm assuming like this is going to take a very long time if we wanted to really unplug this. Uh and she like sits back and wipes her forehead. This is going to take too long, I think right it, Sully and Mal are still with just spacing tons of people. And I don't think I don't think it's worth it to keep trying to take this apart right now. But it's good to know. Good to know that we can potentially take down this shield
1: from the inside. Can Vika use her little robot to like record what it looks like? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do that. I'm trying to think of what we can do now that will be useful later. You know what I mean?
3: Put a lot of remote detonators on it. I was thinking the same thing, but I don't want to metagame too hard. <laughs>
1: maybe we can connect. If you can undo part of it, maybe it's that we like loop in some bombs so if it uses its full power, it triggers it. Oh, I like that's that. a cool idea. I like that a lot. I like that. Okay, that's that's what we'll do then.
0: Yeah, you're definitely going to have to roll plus smarts to make a bomb that activates on strain because you're basically making this thing blow itself up if it gets used too much yeah
3: cody that's called a circuit breaker
2: <laughs> can i help a friend by uh yeah doing what needs to be done in order to make that work
0: yeah i would say this is also smarts for you guys now <laughs> yeah uh
2: that is in uh a nine
0: so you got one more camaraderie
1: okay so i rolled a six
0: just use one I yeah it.
1: just use one to get me up to a mixed success.
0: Oh, You rolled really bad. I
1: know. I used it all up on a pigeon.
0: <laughs> are you using up all this camaraderie? No, you're just going to use up one. No, right? no,
1: just one. I was like, I used up all my luck in the universe on a hay fork pigeon. So together you guys managed to
0: wire this thing. So if a lot of stuff starts shooting at the ship, it'll explode. And right as you finish, you're like, wow, we did a really great job. And then you like hear the sounds of rumbling and explosions as every ship in the imposition is attacking the black dreadnought and you're like ah! Oh, if the battle starts to tip too early we're on board a ship that explodes
1: right okay
0: but this would be an explosion that would be big enough to take out
4: the power the core and like blow up the whole ship then right it wouldn't
0: blow up the whole ship that would be like devastating to the point if it blew up the actual like reaction of the engine room that would like Make an explosion big enough that it would like blow up the planet.
1: I think it would power down the ship, though.
0: It would it would turn off the shield.
1: <laughs> okay. Well,
0: okay. you
4: just said if it blew up, it would kill all of us in the room above.
0: Oh well, yeah. Like I'm trying to think of the right way to put this. Like
1: we're probably like right under you, though. Well, it's yeah, also, you're. Like-
0: they're they're like right underneath of you. What I'm saying, these are like varying degrees of things. Carefully placing charges to blow this thing up to deactivate it is different than unhooking what's, like, essentially a giant, dangerous material line that's feeding it. Doing that would be deadly. Or just blowing up this whole engine room would, yeah, like, cause the core to go bad and explode, and that would be devastating. They're right in that middle, you know? Like, you know, it's like the the Spider-Man... Tony Stark thing, like don't do anything that I would do. Don't do anything that I wouldn't do. There's a tiny little area there.
2: So could we say that all that happened while they were having their conversation, like walking to and having their conversation with chaos? Yeah. And like, w- like basically, we're we're up to the point that they were.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna switch back to them now. Well,
2: oh, well, I was gonna say, I I think. We probably would have left our comms on to hear them say, move the ship. Oh. So, uh, Vika looks over at Jyla. So, do we want to move the ship? I don't think this is going to blow up the whole ship, but do we want to try and get to the bridge and move it? Or try and find another way to help Mal and Sully? I don't know if they're getting out of there anytime soon. That was kind of Uh, the impression I was under.
0: So yeah, let's let's
1: hoof it to this bridge.
0: We're going to we're going to su- we're going to switch back to Malcolm and Sully as you guys are making your way towards the bridge. Uh you're in combat. These things are attacking you. There's four of them. There are four of them. There is a grim reaper-esque chaos creature floating above you. There's a snarling, snapping dog thing, a more slithering snake, and A figure with a hammer. I think now would
3: be a really good time for that uh, sword to show back up. Yeah, can I do anything to, like,
4: cleanse them? I don't know how this mechanic works is more of my confusion.
0: So this is the unfortunate thing of you don't know how this mechanic works because your character doesn't know how this mechanic works, but there's an answer you kind of have to find out. Does that make sense? Like, you don't feel imbued with superpowers. You're not sure what you can do now, Um, but you're getting attacked.
4: Alrighty, um, I don't know what, but I can try something. Who's the one that's nearest to me?
0: I would say figure with a hammer is bearing down on you most immediately.
4: Can I try to reach out with my weird stuff and, like, cleanse him, I guess? Like... You can roll plus weird and try
0: to, like, reach out in that way towards them. Oh
4: my gosh, I'm rolling terrible tonight. night. That'll be a seven.
0: So you reach out with your mind and you can feel like almost two things, right? You can see and feel the footsteps of something large running towards you. But then equally as powerful, you can feel a presence coming towards you. And you try to like reach out and grab that like you did the shield in your mind. But way before you get your head wrapped around that, the hammer comes crushing down on you. And I mean, it is a huge hammer swung by a massive thing and you take one damage as it hits you and you fall to the ground. As soon as it hits you, though, your whole vision goes white and you're again facing another like pure chaos thing in a total void. It is still like kind of vaguely draconic looking, but this time it's a much larger creature and more muscular it has arms sprouting off of it and again as soon as you're in this cognitive place it starts barreling towards you roll plus weird weird or tough okay so i made a mistake i should have not had you roll plus tough i'll acknowledge i oopsed on that roll plus weird
4: okay it it, it doesn't matter because i got a 10 It,
0: it it matters for continuity of what this place is and what it means that it should be plus weird
4: Well, I meant, like, as in, like, for the role. I'm not- I don't feel gypped. Yeah.
0: That is a 14. It's about dang time you showed up. Just
1: need a little pressure.
0: This thing runs towards you, and without even letting it get an attack in, you swing cleanly and cleave it in half as you wake up on the ground, the thing in front of you melting into smoke.
4: One down,
3: three to go. You're up, Captain Malcolm Llewellyn. Well, I can't say I know what you did there, but- I mean, all I've got is my traction traction blade, so let's go for it, huh? Are they... How far away are these things?
0: The other two creatures would have immediately started attacking you. They are a serpent and a dog, so they're both bearing down on you, and hovering above you is the one that looks like vaguely Reaper-ish.
3: Gotcha. So they are... Are they... Are they too close that I can't use my ma- my range weapon, range form of my weapon?
0: I would say you would have had enough time to, like, get the drop on them at first, so you'd get, like, one shot off before they're on top of you.
3: Okay. I rolled snake eyes again. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, technically, that's a five, and I could use two camaraderie, but I don't think it's worth it.
0: So you pull up and fire. As you do, you can see the dog and the serpent both almost morphing around the shots and the maybe the few shots that you take that contact they seem to glance off or just kind of get soaked into them but no clean decisive hits as the dog reaches you because it was kind of moving the fastest it jumps and bites onto your shoulder and starts clawing at you with its legs and you take three damage so you're hurt very badly now like this is dire hurt As this thing is grievously wounding you and, like, tearing at you. I don't do anything until you guys do stuff, so this is still on you.
4: I know, I'm trying to think of what Sully would do. Because I feel like he has, like, a decent grasp. Like, if he, like, focuses on it and, like, pushes his will out, basically, he can take these things down after getting punched. Yeah. But he also sees Malcolm Llewellyn not doing well. Uh, I'm gonna shoot I'm gonna shoot the dog thing with my syringe gun. Okay. That is a fourteen
3: again. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Wow. Well this is appropriate for what happens. So you pull up and try to fire a syringe, and as soon as you like lift your hand, whatever was in your hand starts glowing white and bright. And when you pull the trigger, no syringe flies out, but just like a arcing bolt of energy he fires. Shoot, he shoots the sword. <laughs> <laughs> but it's
3: still full size it's not like a mini version it's yeah. full size yeah out of, out of this little out of this little syringe gun is a massive sword that just flies around
0: it flies into the dog knocking it off of Malcolm it's not totally destroyed but it is very hurt
3: I guess I'll try to hit that one again this time with the melee form of my thing okay Oh, that is a 10. Nice.
0: So this thing is like snarling and barely able to get up onto its feet as you chop at it with your traction blade. Am I saying that right? Yeah. As soon as you do that, you feel your blade hit the floor of the ship in a way that it shouldn't as the dog dissolves into smoke. The snake turns towards Sully and starts uh, barreling towards him after seeing what just happened, but... You feel a presence kind of swoop down behind you, Malcolm, as you turn and see the uh, Reaper hovering nearby, holding a sickle.
4: Uh, I'm going to try to light this up with my syringe gun again, since that seemed to work last time. Well, it's going good, I I at least succeed. I got an eight.
0: Okay, so this time you do succeed, but not quite as much. Firing your gun again has the same effect. Instead of a syringe flying out, again, bolt of white light flies out, hits the serpent. It doesn't stop it, though, as it leaps towards you and you see... Huge fangs as they sink into your flesh and begin ripping and biting, almost like you can imagine poison leaking out of these into your body as you take one damage. And again, your mind goes totally white. Again, see a total like void plane, another creature in front of you. This one is small and kind of slithery. It just looks like a very long snake slithering towards you. Roll plus weird. That's a seven uh okay the snake lunges at you and you're not quite quick enough slashing at it as fangs sink into your neck and you take another damage as you uh wake back up you are also now very hurt do you realize how low i have to be rolling to
4: be getting sevens with weird checks yeah i do (laughs) it's been
3: all night just is the snake dead or no
0: yes yes it is malcolm There's a reaper.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna turn around and try to slash at it with my traction blade. That's a seven.
0: So you slash at it with the traction blade. When you do this, you can see it flicker almost out of existence and back into it around your blade. You just manage to barely nick it with the tail end as it forms back again around your sword. And as you do so, it swings with its scythe and you don't feel an actual blade cut through you. You just feel the scythe swing through you as you take an additional three damage and you feel like your insides growing cold. Like, numb fingertips, your toes suddenly feel chilly, your, you like, know, lips turn a little blue.
3: So I can tell that I've never had this much damage before, because the I also keep track of my damage in my character sheet, and the box wasn't big enough to hold a 12.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did, so is he dead? No,
0: no, I have one more. No, one more flick and he's
4: dead, yeah. Okay, I think Sully's gonna try to take a shot at the thing then. Okie doke. Oh, come on, oh
0: well. That will be an 8. Okay, so you fire at the Reaper with your syringe gun and it has an effect now that you are almost expecting like white light arcs out. It smashes into the Reaper as it was like beginning to run towards you. You can like hear a faint shriek that chills you a little bit as it evaporates into smoke and you are left alone in an engine room. Lit by a faint purple light. Well, not alone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> alone other than alone the with a thousand, thousand of their people, friends. You are left alone in the engine room of the Black Dreadnought. Along with a whole bunch of chaos things just chilling in there with you. Um, they've all turned to face you and are standing stock still. Mal kind of collapses
3: and is using his blade to to support himself. Captain Malcolm Llewellyn. Yeah, Sully. I'm
4: gonna heal you up. Do you have any way to
3: help me heal you? I don't. I don't think so. I think my leg might be broken. I could try to hold it still while you work on it.
1: (gasps) Poor Mal.
0: So, anyways, that's a no. You get to just roll your heal check with two camaraderie.
3: Yeah, I don't have anything. Like, there's nothing. I don't think I have anything to do. I don't think there's any appropriate thing I could do.
0: No, I mean that's fair. That's kind of the way this works, you know. Um, I'll do three, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's kind of all. It's that's all in, other than dying. <laughs> That will be a nine, and I'll take a point of camaraderie to make that a ten. (laughs) Okay, so... Oh, gosh. Malcolm, you feel your broken leg snap back into place, but there's still, like, a big cut where that broken leg used to be, you know, broken. And you're still bleeding. You can still, like, feel internal damage. This is not good. Yeah.
3: Thank you, Sully. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to get out of here. I'm still not sure if we'll get out of here. I mean, they've got all, all of these friends do we just try to walk out of here and see if they stop us uh gyla vika
4: how is the bomb planting going
2: well uh we we managed to set it up so that the shield bit should blow up and that's gonna blow up a good chunk of the area you guys are in so i don't know if you're able to get out of there but that would be my suggestion
4: is that enough to cripple the black dreadnought and take it out of commission?
2: I don't think it's going to be able to do that. It'll be a setback, but it's not going to completely take it out.
4: Quick question, Cody. Are we supposed to destroy the Black Dreadnought completely now or no? Like, just like narrative, like, is, is our goal to blow it up or is it right now we're just trying to damage it for later?
0: Trying to think of the right way to answer that question without playing the game for you guys. So, blowing up the Black Dreadnought, by blowing up its engine, blowing up an engine is, like, a big deal, right? Like I, like I said, it is, in this case, something huge enough that it would be dangerous to blow up near a planet, right? Knocking out the shields would allow it to be attacked by conventional means. But, so you guys kind of have, like, two separate plans right now, I think, is the issue. So, like, this is, like, from the GMC, Vika and Gyla crippled the shield for this thing, which would make it able to be attacked by conventional means but then there's also separately the idea of piling it off into the middle of space and blowing it up separately which is kind of a separate plan so i think you guys need to pick a plan a or plan b and those will either of those will have their own sets of challenges but you kind of can't do both of them because like part of having it destroyed by conventional means would mean a lot of ships in proximity to it, all doing damage to, like, all of its different parts, whereas option B would require it to be alone in space and then blown up. So I think, from my perspective, this decision could be based on, like, do you want to have the Black Dreadnought and everything on board it be totally vaporized in the middle of space, or do you want to be able to salvage or study or use the black dreadnought in any way afterwards. Like, cause when a ship is destroyed in space, it's not blown up. It is disabled to the point where it can't fight anymore, which is a different thing.
4: Yeah. So the answer to my question is yes, we can, we are destroying the black dreadnought. We just have to decide how we want to destroy it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right now you, you guys are kind of going down two different paths that are in some ways mutually exclusive, which is why I feel like there's a little bit of tension.
4: I wanted to make sure that we were supposed to be destroying it in some faculty and not just cr- kind of crippling it for it to take out. No, no, no. Later. This is
0: like, yeah, you're you're on you're on the right path. You're just right now going down two different paths.
4: Uh, so do we want to cripple this ship and take it out through conventional means, or are we trying to completely vaporize this thing into nothingness?
3: I mean, how many how many people are on board this thing? I mean, there's thousands of us thousands of them in this room could they be saved i am unsure i don't know how i feel about vaporizing this ship when we could potentially save all these people my concern is
4: saving some of them but a lot of them escaping and infecting more people who will just end up killed because as far as i understand right now i am the only person in the entire
3: galaxy who can cure this disease yeah, there might, be, there might be a few too many for you to do them one, on, one by one, huh?
4: Especially seeing as I have to fight them in combat in a mindscape every time currently.
1: Well, right now we're just rigged to take down its defenses, if, uh, assuming, assumably that will make it easier to actually destroy just by conventional means. But uh, the way the charges worked out, it's just going to do the shields at the moment. I mean, if that's the plan,
4: we can do that. But I think we need to call in some faith. We need to call in the outlaws. I think we call in our favor with the Guild of Commerce. And we hit this thing with everything we got then.
3: Yeah, I think that's good.
1: All right. Sounds like a plan.
3: I think first thing is we need to we need to get the heck
0: off this ship.
2: So we're already on the tram, Jaila and Bai. So we get we get to the ship relatively fast. Yeah, terms, you'd basically
0: right? be there by now if that's where you decide to let off.
4: Okay. Can we make our way through these people or do they stop us?
0: So you start walking through them. And as you do, Sully, like this headache that you have is worse as you're kind of now limping as you're like bleeding from wounds through this crowd. They don't move around you, but they don't try to interfere. So you're kind of having to like bump in to slimy, dripping people as you're like elbowing and shuffling your way through this crowd back through the dark engine room to the trolley.
2: As soon as we're able to get to the ship, I want to teleport Mal and Sully.
0: Oh, hey, that's a really good idea. (laughs) Look at you. So halfway through this crowd, you're teleported safely back on board the ship. Yay. Vika and Jyla, you see Sully and Malcolm reappear. It looks like they've fought a giant dog, a giant snake, a dude with a hammer, and a grim reaper. (laughs)
4: Let's get out of here and then make some phone calls to get everyone here.
1: All right, first you're going to sit down, though. That's what you always tell me when I look this beat up. We can take care of the calls.
4: I agree. I would like to take some time off, but first I need to go fight a dragon that is the shield so we can get through it, because right now we're stuck on
0: this side of the shield. Oh, dang. I hadn't even considered that. I was just going to let you guys- I mean, do we
1: have to fight it to go back? I don't think we do. Oh, you do now. (laughs) I just mean, like, it's not usually fighting, like, it's not preventing things from leaving right because it has ships leaving it all the time
0: yeah it's not exactly the like there's like a reality to this that like if there have been slightly i'll tell you after the episode's over yeah it actually makes sense you would need to fight it again
1: okay
3: looking at other sci-fi things typically uh like if if your ship has shields that doesn't let something through like your own ships are equipped with something that lets you through you know what i mean yeah. yeah, they have, like, a piece of technology that lets the sh- lets those ships pass without being interfered with. I don't know if that's the case here, but there is precedent
0: in sci-fi. Okay. The the What really happens is, as you guys would try to fly your way out, Sully faints. And is I, was gonna
1: say, I was just gonna, like, make him comfortable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, roll plus weird. That'll be an eight. Cool, you take one damage in this struggle with the Mind of the Shield. But you are able to defeat it again, and your ship sails safely through. I think Malcolm and Sully are in the med bay. What's everyone else doing?
2: Calling up everybody that owes us favors. Who
0: who you who you call in first? Camilla. You hail Camilla, and almost immediately she answers. Her large caterpillar eyes and hairy caterp- somewhat caterpillar like body is visible on the on the monitor. I really hope that you're calling to tell me that we have something to attack because I am getting restless.
2: I'm so glad you're ready for a fight because, yes, it's time to get the keepers out here.
0: All right, well, tell me where you're at.
2: I send her the coordinates.
0: Is this core prime? Is this just core prime?
2: I mean, we're next to core prime.
0: All right, well, I'm guessing there's going to be some kind of fallout from whatever's about to happen, but that's on your head, man. I'm just, uh, I'm your employee at this point.
1: Hey. Can you
4: have you with us? Oh, uh, quick point of order. Like, as you guys hang up with Camilla, Vika should not call the Guild of Commerce. Oh, yeah. Oh. No, nope,
2: but yeah. I, I also technically don't know his name, so... Oh yeah,
1: you don't you don't remember meeting him or anything. No.
0: Do any of you guys have his name handy like It's right Captain
1: Waylon. Captain Whalen. Okay.
0: I suppose I should probably call him then since I'm the one that
3: dealt with him. Or Jyla can. <laughs> uh J- Jyla do you want me to do you want me to call him or, or do you want to? No,
1: you'll you'll scare him. Just just lay there and relax. I got it.
4: I feel like Sully like him and Sully are both trying to band each other up, but it's like really poorly done you know like they just keep like wrapping a bandage around like all the way up an arm like the whole arm doesn't need a bandage but they're like half into it like they're half out of it so they're just like keep going they're like oh and then instead of like rewinding they just tape it off and leave the rest of it like just dangling
3: yeah I think normally I would argue with you but I think in this case I think you're right in this case
1: I know sleep tight
3: (laughs) and he passes out
0: This call takes a lot longer to answer, like long enough that you're like, oh, no answer is going to happen. And then you hear, like, as you're almost turning around to be like, no, this isn't happening. You see Captain Wayland's face show up on the communication screen. You hear a long sigh. Well, I do suppose I made a promise to answer if you called. What is it that I can do for you?
1: I sure do appreciate you picking up the phone. We hope you're itching for a fight, because we've got one, and we could use a bit of your fighting expertise.
0: I am never itching for a fight, and why do you think I would go to war with something on your behalf?
1: Well, it uh, threatens the galaxy, which means no trade for you. It's revenge.
0: It's also the Black Dreadnought.
1: And, and revenge on the Black Dreadnought.
0: Now, you are beginning to pique my interest. Let me ask you this. Is there any opportunity for commerce if I help?
1: The, the more people that live, the more people to buy your goods, right?
0: There'll be a lot
4: of salvage.
1: Probably there'll be a lot of imposition salvage. I don't know how often you get that.
0: Imposition? Where are you having me go?
1: Uh, just a little place called Corp <laughs>
0: Now, is Core Prime under attack from this thing?
1: Yes, it's it's also attacking this thing.
0: Well, I will say being on friendly terms with the imposition does seem like an opportunity that I might be able to charge for.
1: That's, there's a lot of potential contracts, I imagine, for someone of your skills.
0: I'm feeling like this might be a promotion. Let me make some calls. And the line goes dead. Shall we call just the outlaws in general, oh yeah, Laura Lee,
1: Sully le fast
0: the easiest role playing Zach has ever had to do at night with a headache, Zach act like it's nighttime and you have a headache. <laughs> perfect <laughs> done. I start
4: like poking Malcolm a little bit like Captain Malcolm Llewellyn, Captain Malcolm Llewellyn, uh, I guess he's sleeping. <laughs> sleeping sleeping yeah Sully
3: Sully what what do you want What's, uh huh uh Captain Malcolm Lewen you called me what
1: huh <laughs> all right we call the outlaws <laughs> I am
0: confused why I'm receiving a call from core Prime of the imposition I hope it's for a good reason because I am concerned
2: oh it's for a very good reason. We need as many ships as you're willing to send out to help take down this dreadnought.
0: Well, you can... Is it uh, Shields Down able to be assaulted?
2: Yes, ma'am.
0: And do you think that we have a chance here?
2: Sure do. I wouldn't be calling if I didn't.
0: Well, if you don't, we all die. You are fired. Keep that in mind. We sure will, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Lee, Lee, (laughs) Lee. The line goes dead and you're kind of left in an awkward place of waiting. The Impositions planet is incredibly well defended, but you can see the tide already starting to shift. Really this, you've only probably been 30 minutes or 45 minutes of going there and coming back. It really wasn't that long you spent there. And already the battle seems like it is over the shield is still standing and the fleet that came with the Black Dreadnought was more than enough to overwhelm the imposition as the last of their ships are slowly, like, stopping and dying in midair. But then you see first what did I say, 12 ships around the same size as yours all drop out of phased hyperspace and all immediately start flying straight for the Black Dreadnought. These ships are so tiny that the larger vessels really wouldn't even target or notice them, but they're being piloted by extremely proficient and extremely bored and angry keepers who immediately start launching an assault on the Black Dreadnought.
3: When that happens, do any alarms go off on the ship on our ship? No. I'm just curious if there's like is there like an, an indication that they like an audible indication that they've arrived that Malcolm
0: might hear? Uh do you do you want there to be? It's you're smiling like you really want there to yes. be. <laughs> yes.
1: Okay, <laughs> yes. yes. I mean we can announce like, all right, it's Camilla and the gang.
3: Uh, Malcolm's gonna, like, wake up, like, half slumber, like, oh, it's battle, I gotta get to the bridge, and he, like, stumbles out of the med bay and tries to get to the bridge.
0: No!
3: <laughs> Malcolm is laying face down in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did I wasn't expecting him to get there, but he, he's trying to get to his,
1: his station. Crawling. <laughs> I'll, I'll be right back. Jalik goes to the hallway, like, picks up Captain Mal, like, all right, all right, Cap, back to bed, come on now.
3: I- I gotta I gotta get to the helm. There's just, just this fight and I gotta need to get to my No, you
1: did great. You were so good they, you were so good they let you off early. Now it's time to go to bed.
4: Sully is sitting at the science array but using like his medical tools to try to do stuff with it. <laughs> it's like tap, 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 <laughs> like he's got like a scalpel like trying to plug it into one of the jacks.
1: Oh no 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 you put that down, sir.
4: I'm helping.
1: Vias taken over flying the ship.
2: Um, and I think good. He's, Someone is um, And I think Marilla and Alistair are on the guns For us right now if that's okay
1: Perfect sounds good
0: Oh right because you actually do kind of have like a, a haphazard crew here So the two people still in combat Make me like roles Associated with what you're doing Right so whatever station you would still be Sitting at
1: Who's the two people in combat
0: You and Mandy It would be you and Mandy 'Cause you're not dying.
1: She's in the med bay, does that count?
0: Oh, if you're in the med bay, that's fine.
1: Yeah, I'm not at a station currently. I
4: mean the science the science station. Oh, I guess bay. yeah,
1: I could do something with the science station.
4: I do like how me and Vinny decided to roleplay ourselves out of this by
0: being <laughs> idiots. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's gonna I be fine. I love fun. it it's, though. It's gonna
1: be fine. We have two
2: camaraderie, so I'm going to up it to be a 10.
0: Okay, perfect. As Camilla starts attacking, you see that they're doing what would make sense, which is trying to distribute their fire and like try to hit as many main systems as they can and try to find a chink in the armor. What you're able to do is kind of guide them to pinpoint one exact spot and concentrate all of their fire there in the hope that it would overwhelm the shield. As you do this, you see like that one spot starting to kind of glow and not break. But then all of a sudden you see a small flash on the very back of the Black Dreadnought as the shield drops. At this point now, all of the larger vessels have like come about and are beginning to head back towards the Black Dreadnought whose shield has just dropped. Fire starts to rain down around you. As a fleet of galleons from the Guild of Commerce drop out of phased anti space and start returning fire. At this point, the battle is over quickly. The imposition had, like, done enough to weaken the fleet that came with the Black Dreadnought that it was not like they were on perfect ground now and would win forever. And The sudden influx of a lot of very well armed Guild of Commerce vessels coming out of nowhere and raining fire down on the Black Dreadnought turned the tide of battle almost instantly. So, very quickly, space goes back to being very quiet and very calm. Um, We pan
3: over to a shot of the med bay where Mal is sitting at one of the medical stations, pretend like trying to fly the ship from a medical station. (laughs)
0: oh you know what i forgot to say that along with camilla came all of the other like outlaws so there was more than oh, just okay. her vessels it would have been all of the outlaw vessels as well okay there's a moment of kind of quiet peace before a lot of hails come in on your ship and when i say a lot i mean a lot like camilla Waylon, captain malcolm Well.
4: captain captain malcolm will watch this Hello, this is Captain Malcolm Llewellyn.
0: <laughs> Which one did you answer? There's also a lot that are from um, just imposition ships and the imposition planet itself.
4: Um, I answer Waylon.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> all right. Now, I feel like a thank you is an order, first of all, and that we are even now. But second of all... I've been asked many times since this battle is over who is in charge, and I've decided to point them to you. So. Well,
4: I am Captain Malcolm Llewellyn of the Honor, and <laughs> I am
0: definitely in charge. That's nice. I have a call from you or for you, the Prime Leader. He knows
3: that. It, the thing is, he knows it's not me. He's
0: met me. He doesn't care. Um. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine with that. Anyways, I'm going to go ahead and patch through then the prime leader of the imposition, and I'll let you guys sort this out.
2: We hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. Music for the show is from danosongs.com, audionautics.com, zapsplat.com, and the public domain. If you liked this show, you can check out more of our actual plays at the Wandering Gamer Network's website, or Podbean, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We also post Let's Plays on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network, and on Twitch we can be found at Wandering underscore Gamer underscore Network. You can also find us on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network, and on Twitch, we can be found at network. Now remember, it's not the outlaw that makes trouble. It's trouble that makes the outlaw.